Hello everyone, welcome to the La Leche de Latte Random Talks podcast. I'm your host Eddie Pabon here with Yasmin Caceres. Hello everyone. And Ricardo Muñiz. 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 But that's alright, I love you anyway. It's alright. Hey everybody, know, thank you for having me. That was my Caucasian interpretation of his last name. <laughs> <laughs> so, we here with Ricardo Muñiz of Chulo Underwear. Uh, to interview Never Shade All Light and Love But We're here We just had a bite with the him The lamp just has a shade on it That's all <laughs> <laughs> Alright So this is fun already um, But we We have the lovely Mr. Chulo here We were gracious He was gracious enough To give us some of his time We just had a bite with him So we're In a diner If you hear All the locals Passing by Just a little background On the story So we did this interview Yesterday in the park and what happens? It didn't save. So here we are again <laughs> in the diner. <laughs> Everything in due time. So, Ricardo, tell us about yourself. Mr. Chulo. Okay, sure. So, um, I, I want to thank the three of you. I want to thank you, Eddie. I want to thank you, Jasmine. And I want to thank Jesse, who's the silent person in the background. Hello, guys. He's always here, <laughs> or is he? <laughs> But uh, th thank you for reaching out and having me come in to talk a little bit about the Chulo brand. So the Chulo brand is uh, staffed by volunteers. Mm -hmm. The idea for the brand came about when um, I was walking through the neighborhood. I used to be a teacher and a social worker working with uh, marginalized communities of color, mainly Latino, African American, West Indian, uh, immigrant populations. And I would often see that, that these young people were spending a lot of money to be cute. Mm -hmm. And they're spending a lot of money meant that they were walking around with labels on their butts, labels on their chest, on their caps. It was all about advertising the money that they didn't have, advertising brands that were invested in the community, and they were walking billboards for people who didn't live there and people who were taking their money and building big palaces. And I thought it was ironic that all the money that people didn't have or were struggling to get was being spent to make other people rich. And the closest that, closest that any of these young people were going to get to these palaces was as help, not as tenants, not as owners. So maybe they would deliver a UPS package, maybe they would be a, uh, a caterer, maybe they'd be a maid, a gardener. And it got me to thinking, why be a gardener in somebody else's house? Why not build your own house? And so the idea for the brand came because of that. So we wanted to build a brand where people could advertise a logo that was actually vested in the community. So that's how Chula works. We create urban gear, t-shirts, underwear, hoodies, caps, sweats, joggers. And the profits that we make from the brand, we partner with different community centers, uh, 501c3s, uh, charitable organizations, and we give them the money, no strings attached, so that they can continue to do the great work that they're doing in the community. So the money that we make profit-wise isn't going to build a palace that's not in the neighborhood. It's going to build a palace that's in the hearts and minds of the young people in the community. So in essence, that's what Chulo is. It's a brand, an urban brand for young people from the community, and the profits we make are reinvested back into the community so that the same kids who are buying are also receiving and reaping the benefits. That's beautiful. I love the concept of Chulo. It's one of the main reasons why I, I love working with the, the brand on, and using the brand's uh, pieces and shoots that I do with La Leche de Arte. I think that they not only scream Chulo when you put them on, I love wearing them. By the way, I have on my Chulos right now. <laughs> uh, 
but I like that when I'm shooting in Chulo, I'm supporting a greater cause, whatever that cause is. And I, and I trust that Chulo is, is working with legitimate on the ground, community-based organizations and causes that are going to feed the community. And that's really, really important. So I commend you for doing that. Thank, Thank you for you. doing that. Thank um, you. The last Chulo fashion show was amazing. Always looking forward to the next one. Yeah, I hear Jasmine is actually uh, auditioning to walk. <laughs> I don't know if I want to walk, but I'll definitely help you with the behind the scenes. <laughs> Jasmine just wants to see the chulos. I do, I do. I want to see all the chulos and all the chulo on the way out. And all the chulos want to see you, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> on the runway. On the runway. <laughs> Uh, the, you had mentioned about the, the the legitimate groups. I actually want to give a shout out to some of the groups that we partnered nice. with. Yes. So um, when we originally started, we were looking for community groups that were being run by people who represented the community. So we were looking specifically for women-run organizations or organizations that were servicing the LGBT community or that were being um, directed by Latinos or African Americans. So the first few organizations that we work with, the first community programs, who are still working with us, and I'm going to name them, are the Bronx Academy of Arts and Dance. Shout out to Bad Bronx. Okay, to Charles and to Arthur yes. and to Joseph. And Arthur They're awesome. amazing people. Joseph, I haven't met you yet. The GCOTS program, which is the Get Kids Off the Street program, okay. which is run by a Dominican woman and her Puerto Rican partner in Sunset Park, Brooklyn. Okay. They run a dance school and a dance program, and they go throughout the country and throughout the neighborhoods. Not only just Sunset Park, they're headquartered in Sunset Park, but they also teach dance out in Long Island, in Jersey, in different communities. They offer scholarships for people who can't afford, and some of the monies that we give to them, they use so that kids can actually take the classes without having to, to pay for the classes. We worked with Uprose, that's run by Elizabeth Jean-Pierre, who's a world-renowned and famous uh, environmentalist. She's a Puerto Rican woman. She is a very powerful woman in Sunset Park, and she's there to promote social justice, frontline communities who are being impacted by um, climate change and by environmental decisions that big corporations are making. They use frontline communities, usually communities of color, that don't have the resources or the power to say, no, don't put that garbage here. And she's there making sure to organize them so that they have a say about um, what happens within their own communities. And we worked with El Maestro, which is a boxing program in the Bronx. Um, that started by, that was started by Fernando Ponce Laspina. And they charge a nominal fee for young people in the, in the South Bronx to come in and learn boxing. But it's not only a boxing program, it's a cultural program. So on the weekends and sometimes during the middle of the week, they have different cultural events that are going on. Different activists that come and talk to the community, different bands that come in and perform, different social events that they throw. So they want to, and Fernando has a, a background in boxing, but it's about discipline, it's about heritage, it's about culture. So what I really like about that boxing program, it's they operate on a shoestring budget, practically everybody who works there is a volunteer, and whatever they money they get, they really try to focus and give it back to the community. So those were the four original programs that we worked with. We've expanded in the three and a half years of existence we have. We, we've worked with El Museo del Barrio, we worked with uh, Loisada Fest, we worked with um, 
uh, Trinity Place Shelter. We worked with Princess Janae uh, Place up in the Bronx. We worked with the American Indian College Fund. We worked through with the Scholarship Fund with the Puerto Rican Day Parade, with the Dominican Day Parade. So in addition to that, there are probably 15 other programs that we've donated money to. Um, I'm shouting out only a few. For those that I'm leaving out, what I really want people to, what I really want to stress to your audience is Chulo does one thing in partnership with a lot of other people. Yes. So whether or not you buy Chulo or you support Chulo, there are tons of people in the community or maybe in your own local neighborhood who are doing wonderful things. So whether you find a Chulo program to work with or you find your own bad or you find your own maestro, find somebody in your neighborhood that needs the help and offer up the help. Yeah. If you could do it through us, great. We welcome you as a supporter, but we really want to push the idea of giving back. So find someone that you can give it back to and partner with them. And yeah. if it's just your neighbor, partner with your neighbor. It really is about partnerships and about being neighborly and about being focused on community. Yep, it's definitely feeling to 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 do something that gives back to the community. So uh, don't just find something that you love to do. Find an organization that serves a cause that you're passionate about and support it. And if nothing else, get in contact with Chulo. Everybody that works for Chulo, from my understanding, is a volunteer as well. And yes, we're all volunteers. Is a volunteer. I love that. I like that when I when I volunteer for Chulo, I'm not just taking pictures. I'm capturing light and love in the moment. I'm capturing true spirit and community-based energy. Um, and that's really commendable. I love it. I love what Chulo does, which is why if you look at all of my images, you're going to see a lot of Chulo underwear. They're sexy underwear, and they make you feel sexy. And then they have a cause behind them, which is sexy, right? Is so. there anything that you know now that you wish you knew back when you started? Mm. Um, yes, very good question. You, you know, you have great questions. Yesterday you had like 17 great questions, and today you start off with another great question. So when you're st when you're starting a business, it's very, it's very tough. So your audience may or may not be familiar with the Hamez principles for democratic organizing. Basically, what that is is um, about a decade ago, a bunch of people went to the Southwest and organized, and they came up with, with a list of things that communities and um, community leaders and social workers and activists need to pay attention to if you're going to work with the community. But one of the tenets for democratic organizing is people need to have their own voices. So when I started doing this in terms of a business, it's very difficult. Business is about profit, it's about putting your uh, hopes and dreams first. It's about trying to make as much money as you can so that you can build your own palace. And when you're trying to run a business that's community focused and centered and you're trying to work with different partners in the community, there are a lot of challenges. Things take a lot more time. It's shared decision making. The focus is not always on profit. The focus is more on how can we do things better for the community. And the, the U.S. capitalistic market doesn't really operate that way. So um, it would have been wiser for us at the beginning if we had spent more time um, strategizing and realizing some of the difficulties we were going to have in terms of being a focused brand and how that was going to be challenging in terms of being able to make profits. Like sometimes people will reach out to us and they're all like, oh, we'd love to sell you in our store. We'll buy, you know, we want to buy a hundred pairs, but they want to buy a hundred pairs at warehouse price and then they want to make all the profit themselves. The and this is how to give to the community. Right. So this is how most businesses work. We'll sell the hundred pairs, but we want part of that profit to remain 
in the community, in the community. Yes. and not in the retail store. And those are difficult decisions mm. that we have to make. Mm. So do we sell to a retail store at the cost of the community? Do we negotiate with the retail store yes. to cut some of their profit mm. so the community can have some of the profit? Or do we do a consignment where they sell a bit, they make a profit, and then if it sells, we get the profit. So these are all challenges. Um, very difficult challenges when you're running a, a community type of business and it's um, it, it, it is a struggle to figure out what are the appropriate decisions and how to build the brand and be profitable but but still make sure that you're you're tuned in and you're focused on on your original goal which is to give profits back to the community that is a challenge and it is tough and it's one we struggle with but the thing is is that people have been struggling with economic decisions um, marginalized communities have always had to face the challenge of where to make money, how to spend it, um, when not to make the money, when is family more important, when is money more important. So we're just facing this challenge as a small business and it's okay. Other people have done it before, we're doing it now. Hopefully in the next couple of years we'll be able to have a better grasp on it and we'll succeed like other generations have before. So I have hope. I have hope that our ancestors who paved the way and who showed us how to be small business owners in the community can, can come and help guide us and those spirits and ancestors can help show us the way so that we can succeed as a small brand and label. Well, in my mind, you guys are successful already. You Absolutely. do amazing things. One of the achievements I think is notable about um, Chudo's brand is that they made it to the New York Fashion Week calendar. They're on the official calendar, which is something to pat yourself on the back from. Yes, uh, that's for, pretty so amazing. Congratulations I'm for honored. that. Thank right? you, thank you. Um, so catch, you can catch Chudo every year moving forward on the official calen uh, calendar for the New York Fashion Week. And come out and check out the shows. They're fun. They're full of community, which is all different shapes, sizes, faces, backgrounds. It's inclusive. It's a fun environment. Uh, and you get to support community change and, and, and support community overall. So tell me what, tell us a little bit more about what is required to be a Chulo. So my understanding you guys are looking for a new, a potential new brand ambassador for Chulo. Tell us what that's like and what listeners who are interested in should what the criteria for that is. Yeah, and this is a good question from Eddie because he's been writing us for the past two years. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be a chulo on the chulo runway. I've been trying to get my ass on that runway okay, without no chulos on it. They won't let me. Who knows? This year might be a year. Yeah. Look, if Jasmine could be on the runway, if Jessica could be on the runway, you could be on the runway. In fact, anybody can be on the runway. So the, the, the reason that we do runway shows, I, I want to thank Fashion Week Online because it's really through their generosity that we've been able to be on the official New York Fashion Week calendar. Um, we're not a big brand. We don't make millions of dollars. Sometimes we only make a couple dollars. Sometimes we do do make a, a bit more, but we're donating as much as we can. So whether it's $5 or $5,000, we're making donations to the community and people are able to spend that money. You know, a Metro card for $10 can do a lot for somebody who doesn't have the ability to to go to a shelter, to go to a food program, or to go to a boxing club, or to so go to a, a dance program. To change their lives, yeah. And $100 can pay a light bill. Yeah. And and $1,000 can pay rent, yes. or it can it can pay for a scholarship for someone. So so pennies count, dollars count. 
and the fact that you're giving cons. So I really want to thank Fashion Week Online. They they reached out when we reached out to them. They they checked out the brand. They saw that all the shows that we do are all based on on charitable work. That we partner with different charities for each show. Mm -hmm. And they said, you know what? We're going to list you on the calendar. Nice. You do charity work. You're giving the money away. You're partnering with different community groups. You're and you're really doing what you say that you're doing. And they're saving us thousands of dollars by doing that, so that we have extra money that we can give back into the community. So I'm really grateful for that. So we do um, two New York Fashion Week shows per year. Okay. The idea about the about the brand is about being a chulo. It's about being confident. So we do have. Um, agency models that work with us, but every show we also feature um, models that are either from the community centers that we're working with, or models that um, are recognized figures, activists, celebrities within the community. So the oldest person we've had on the runway was 77 years old. That's awesome. Yes, that's oh my God, yeah, he was funny too. He, uh, he only had one look, and usually a runway walk is maybe 20 seconds to 40 seconds. He, took his time. he was five minutes on the runway. He was like, I've been waiting 77 years <laughs> to be on this runway. I'm going to take 77 minutes. I'm going to take a minute nice. for each for each year. But he did it. He had a great time. Everybody enjoyed it. He was in his little chulos. And he really worked, and we celebrate that. We've had famous authors, we've had activists, we've had writers, we've had poets, we've had um, we've had actresses, we've had boxers. Nisa Rodriguez walked our, our runway. Shout out to Nisa Rodriguez. Hey, her, Nisa. Yeah, her Golden Glove winner. She's Panamacan Games, and she's Puerto Rican. And she's representing Puerto Rico on the upcoming right. Olympics. Yes. Yes. So we've had some amazing people on the runway, and we've and had Bruja, amazing. She's hosting, she's yeah. wearing the yes. Yes. Shout out to La Bruja. Hey, Bruja. Yeah, she's to La Bruja. Awesome. We had Lee Soldier from Pose and the founder of Black Pride. He hosted our show. The two of them have been working in tandem for the past couple of shows. So we've been able to partner with and get um, different community activists and leaders to come in and host the show or to volunteer and be celebrity models. So awesome. Um, and then we feature people in the neighborhood. We've had kids on probation. We've got kids on parole who walked around way. Not going to shout out anyone's past history. We've had people who've been living in shelters. We've had people who've, who've, who've spent years trying to figure out their identity, whether their identity be gender-based, whether it be cultural-based. We've had white models, we've had black models, we've had male models, we've had female models. It's really about celebrating who you are and how you define yourself. That's right. Anybody can be a chulo. Anybody can be a chulo. So I really want the, your audience to go check out the website, yes. www.chulounderwear.nyc and we own the, the moniker itself, the tag itself, Chulo Underwear, all together as one word. So if you type it in on Google, you'll go, it'll take you directly to our website. You'll, you can follow us on Instagram at Chulo Underwear, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. I really want your audience to go and check out not only some of the products that we do, but check out um, the models that work with us. We do have models who are who are beautiful because they're they're in shape, they're 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 beautiful in the face. They're, they some some of them work with agencies, but we have some amazing models who are beautiful because of the work that they do in the community. They're activists, they're leaders, they're students, they're people with dreams and with hopes. And we really try to open it up and and, and have open auditions so that any, anybody can come in and be a chulo. Yes. We're a small brand. We can't. We we don't have. 
five million different sizes. We don't have five million different choices at this point in the game. We, we, we can't afford um, to be able to provide, let's say, services or options for everybody who lives in the community and everybody who is a member of the community. But we try to cover our bases and to and to reach out to every segment of the community. By at least, if we can uh, create a product for you, at least we can partner with a, a community group that does. So we may not have the money to be able to offer a product that you want, but we can partner with a program that's offering services to you, and maybe $10, $100, $500, we can give support in that way. So we really do want to recognize everybody from marginalized communities. We want to celebrate your beauty. We want to celebrate who you are. And if you want to come see a show, if you want to slap a pair of chula on your cooler, yeah, or if you um, slap a chula on my cooler, <laughs> or if you want to buy a chula product for somebody else. Yes. And we do have people who donate. They don't wear the product, but they'll they'll donate monies, and then we'll give them what they what they buy to a shelter. We'll give it to a drug treatment program. We'll give it to a homeless shelter. So it's really about giving back. So if you if you don't want to wear men's boxer briefs, you can contact us. You can make a donation, and you can buy a whole bunch of boxer briefs, and we'll donate it to a shelter, and they can wear the boxer briefs or the t-shirts. Um, so. Other than your underwear, are you selling anything else? And how did you come up with the word chulo? Oh, okay, great. Thank you. That's Jesse, by the way. Hi, Jess. Hello. Jesse, you know how excited the, we just got. The new co-host <laughs> in the house. We just <laughs> He's been a silent partner for the longest. He's on his chulo shit. The energy is real. You see, it's just chulo. Mr. Chulo brings the chulo out of everyone. Yeah, there you go. He's, he's, he's standing here in his, his tight pair of chulos. So. <laughs> it's giving him confidence. Yes. Confidence is here. Oh, Those are the compression shorts are lifting him up. <laughs> that blood is running it's through his veins. in many ways. <laughs> so what was the question again? I'm sorry. So the question was, um, are you are you only selling underwears? And, oh, okay. And how did you come up with the word chulo? Okay, so first I'll address the first one. So thank you, Jesse. So, so we started as an underwear company because I was a photographer. I was doing a lot of fitness and commercial work. I was working with a lot of male models uh, doing underwear and swimwear. I was working with a lot of uh, female models doing um, uh, bikinis and swimwear and action and beauty shots. Um, I was a body artist, so I was an established photographer, and it was very easy for me to photograph my own work or to partner with other photographers. And we didn't have to worry about spending all this money on advertising. We had in-house staff who had the skills to be able to promote, and we were, when we were thinking about what kind of company we wanted, we were saying, okay, well, where do we have our strengths? Where can we sell a lot easier? Where can we partner with different magazines and organizations? And so since everyone wears underwear, really, well, at least a lot of people wear underwear. Most people do. Shout out to the free ballers. We decided to start with underwear, and we expanded into t-shirts, we do tank tops, we have caps, and then we have specialty items, like hoodies every once in a while, sweatshirts every once in a while, um, sweats, joggers, those are specialty items that we do. So we manufacture some stuff, and then we buy some stuff, um, wholesale, or oftentimes, since we work with um, environmental groups, and we're sort of very big on making sure that we repurpose and recycle, we will go to different stores that have closeouts or different manufacturers that made something that either didn't sell or didn't go well, and then we'll brand it. We'll, we'll, we'll take something that, that some people consider trash, and we'll create new art on it. 
so we do original designs on, on stuff that sometimes people throw away or and people say it's a discount. Mm -hmm. We repurpose it. And we, awesome. we come up with a profit through something that was repurposed and we're able to donate the money that way. And that way we're keeping our costs down. And we're honest with that. We say that on the website that we have stuff that's repurposed or that we have stuff that's manufactured. So, so we started with underwear. We branched out into other areas. We're mainly an urban gear brand. So th that's Geared what I focus. Men and we started with men because of uh, MOQs. MOQs deal with minimum orders. We were a small brand. Um, there's disparity. There are, there are gender issues when it comes to manufacturing. Uh, when you're doing women's wear, you have to have these huge orders. There's all this capital you have to have when you're dealing with men's orders. And women see this often. You know, you can go to the dry cleaner. A uh, women's shirt is priced higher than a men's shirt. You go to um, lingerie companies, you can buy, you know, a dollar un men's underwear on discount, and women don't have it that easy. Women's sizing is in uniform, everything's different. There are all of these challenges that happen in the women's market that don't happen in the men's market. Um, we are not big enough that we can afford to manufacture those minimums. So we started with men's, but we have men's products that a lot of women love. A lot of women love the compression shorts, they love the boxer briefs. And so when we started, we sold a lot of men, but within the first couple months, it actually shifted. We had a huge, a huge audience of women. Because one, women wanted to be like, wait, wait, my man's a chulo. Wait, wait, my son's a chulo. Wait, 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 my father's a chulo. So we had a lot of women who were buying it, and then you know, some they were sometimes they would try them on, and they're like, oh my god, I love these. I'm a chulo too. <laughs> and the women were writing in and saying, you know what, you need to come up with chula. And then I had to explain that because of registered trademarks, someone already had that trademark. But we we did come out with limited supplies of chulo because we own that trademark for women, and that's what we're doing. Awesome. So we have a lot of women who um, who buy the underwear not only for their sons or their friends, or but they buy it for themselves, that's and awesome. they're rocking it. And if you go to our website, or if you go to our Instagram, you'll see a lot of women rocking chulo on their kudos. That's right. So that's what we do in terms of the, of, of the clothing, and how we came up with the name is, chulo is a, a common word in Spanish, um, throughout Spanish-speaking countries in the North American, Central American, and South American diaspora, chulo has different meanings. So if you go to the Caribbean, it's a term of endearment, it sort of means pretty boy, it sort of is um, something that parents or mothers will say, ay que chulo, ay que lindo nene, ay que chulo. And if it's an older man, it's, oh, you know, he's, he's, he's confident. In, in, in many countries in the Caribbean, Chulo doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be pretty, but there has to be something pretty about you. It can be your confidence, it could be your walk, it could be your smile. You could be four foot and be a chulo in the neighborhood because you have a killer smile. Or you could be 80 years old and be a chulo in the neighborhood because you can dance. So it's really about owning up to something that's about um, giving out this air of confidence, giving out this air of sweetness. Now on the other hand, chulo in some Central American countries has a negative connotation. It can mean pimp, it can mean mama's boy, it can mean someone who takes advantage of women. So the, the same way people of color are viewed negatively 
and sometimes positively in the United States. I decided on the name Chulo because it encompasses a lot of what's negative and positive um, in its own name about our communities. So I wanted to pick a name that was very easy to say, that was very Latin and Spanish based, and that also, depending on the person seeing it, could have negative or, con negative or positive connotations, but I wanted to focus on the positive. I wanted to say that chulos who are brown, who are black, who are white, who come from communities of color, you may think we're negative, you may think we're bad, but we're beautiful. And I wanted to celebrate the positivity in the word. There are a lot of curse words, there are a lot of negative words that have been used against communities of color to denigrate, to hold people back. I'll give one example. People can, in your audience will know many examples of words that have negative connotation that communities have said, you know what? F that, we're gonna take this word and we're gonna celebrate the positive. So when the term New Rican came out, it was used disparagingly. It was used to denigrate the Puerto Ricans who were born in New York or who lived in New York, who didn't speak Spanish properly, or who weren't born in Puerto Rico. And so people were like, oh, you're not Puerto Rican, you're New Rican, as if that were something to be ashamed of. I and, used to be ashamed of it, but I'm from New yeah. York. I'm Puerto Rican, damn it. And so now New Rican is a celebration. So the original people, the original writers of the New Rican movement who took that word, they took it to celebrate the fact that yes, you may think I'm nothing, but I am something. So I wanted to take the word chulo that some people use to denigrate a people and say, you know what, you may think that we're nothing, but we're something. And I wanted to take the word, use it as a way to elevate us, and use it as a way to incorporate everybody who could be a chulo. So if you're short, if you're young, if you're old, if you're if you're a little chubby, if you got love handles. You got the dad bod going. <laughs> <laughs> I like the dad bod. If you got the chichos on top of chichos. <laughs> Chibis go jabby. So listen. Overall, just feel Inclusive. confident, basically. In your yeah, chichos. yeah. I really wanted to find a, um, a term that celebrated the beauty in everybody. And Eddie is pointing to his watch and he keeps on tapping saying, I'm out of time. We're, we're, we're <laughs> wrapping up now. Unfortunately, um, I would love to keep talking to you more and picking your brain, but we've already got a lot of juicy information out of you. So one more time, how can folks check out those chulos? We can do the social media stuff, folks, but we want you to go buy those chulos and support the causes. So, or donate too, right? So, chulounderwear.nyc. Yes. You can search chulo on Google. They're everywhere chulo pops up. They own the, the, the name. And follow us on Instagram at Chulo Underwear. And you can use that moniker to find us anywhere. And really, this is about celebrating you. So, our, our motto is be proud, be loud, be you. And we really want people to celebrate who you are. Be proud of your blackness. Be proud of your Indian heritage. Be, if you have light eyes, be proud. If you're tall, be proud. Which, by the way, if you're Mr. Dominican, Chulo be proud. Has beautiful eyes. He, does. he needs to walk the runway one day. Ricardo, I just want to say thank you for giving back to the community. We really appreciate it. Thanks, you guys. It. Um, thank you for giving us a second an interview thing. and being patient. I was just going to say thank you for coming back to meet us. No, thank you, thank you. Yeah. I, had a I am tired. I'm really tired, but it's been an honor and a pleasure. It always works out in the end. Always remember that. Yeah. And, and the one thing I want to highlight is, is there are four of us here. 
and and we all have different looks, different shapes, different sizes, different ages. We have different backgrounds. We have different experiences. And today we spend you know 30 minutes talking about community and talking about people. And if we can do this as people coming from different backgrounds to celebrate who we are, people in your audience can do the same thing. Absolutely. Support, Support one another. Other. Yes. Good yes. job. All right. With that being said, know that you have immense light, love, and potentiality within you. And until next time, be well. Peace. And to cool up on the chulo. Wepa! Hey,